1: Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: What a do, what a do?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino,
0: And I'm DJ Erman. What's up, DJ Erman? What's up, bro?
1: How you doing? I'm good. Feeling good. Feeling good? Yes, sir. Feeling great? Yep. I'm feeling Always. better. I'm feeling better. Oh, okay. There you I'm, go. I'm feeling blessed. <laughs> there yes, you go. Bro. I'm feeling blessed. Every day, man. Grateful. Yes, sir. Um, well, for those of you first-time listeners, welcome to the show. As I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, right? Mm-hmm. The hustlers, the shakers, right? They know Yeah They know right yeah. if, they, if, they do, if they've been listening this thus far They know Oh yeah Right sure. um, But ultimately I'm here to amplify the stories Of those who are Who are really ca- Breaking down barriers right Yep um, For those in the community mm-hmm. Ahead and coming from behind mm-hmm. um, Of course You know we gotta shout out The family members right Shout out to the family members Always. The consistent listeners The viewers The supporters You know man We've been we've been rocking for some time now, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's man. a special thing, down. man. We don't take it for granted, so we definitely want to salute you guys and the first time listeners. Welcome to the family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, getting that out the way, as I stated, you know what we do, man. We bring we bring amazing stories up here, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, today's guest, man, is a special guest. Um, I would say he's 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 truly a shining light uh, within this world um, that is not only keeping but spreading his movement of peace right Mm -hmm. um definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up right yes um and just to give some insight on the work the brother's been doing he is the (laughs) founder of the peace bus humanitarian aid organization and movement um to go a little deeper the peace bus uh was actually conceptualized and created from the desire to create a space to ignite solidarity through communities um they're, they're campaigning and advocating for peace both nationally and internationally uh, they've been impacting communities here in Washington State, uh, across America, right? All the way to London, Dublin, Ireland, right? You name it, bro. You yeah. name it. They're crossing, they're crossing cultures. They're crossing <laughs> waters, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's spreading peace. Um, but ultimately, man, um, it, it's, it's important work, right? That yeah. sometimes gets overlooked. And I think uh, today is going to be a good, a good chance for us to learn more about his journey, mm-hmm. for the audience to learn more about his story. Um, so with that said, man, let's just get straight to it. Our guest is none other than the man who's always pushing P, and that P is Peace. <laughs> you, you like what I did there? Yeah, you know, that's yeah, what they're yeah. They're saying they're pushing P, man. We're well, we pushing peace today, bro. <laughs> Our guest is none other than Kwabi Forcing. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. Wow.
2: Hold up, man.
1: How you doing, boss? Okay, yo, hold, hold up.
2: So <laughs> that was one of the best intros I've had ever, man. Um, I've been watching the pac- podcast for a while. I just want to say, first and foremost, bro, you're like Morpheus. You do your research super deep, bro. I, yeah. I, I, props to you. Yeah, props yeah. to you, man. And it's just a blessing and an honor to be with both of you guys here. DJ Erm Rubino, man, this is this is amazing. Man, I Thank appreciate you, man. you, bro. We
1: appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, man. Sure, you call me Morpheus. That's dope. That's dope, <laughs> man. Well, let's take it to the Matrix then, man. Yep. <laughs> yep, 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 First step of the Matrix is we do have a quote of the day, which is in every show we start the show the quote of the day, so... Let's, let's, let's get into that matrix real quick. Uh, yeah, for <laughs> sure.
0: So the um, quote of the day today is, peace cannot be kept by force. It could only be achieved by understanding. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
2: I like that one. Who, who said that? Uh, Einstein. Einstein. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Good old the Albert. man himself. The Good man old, himself. old Albert. Good yeah. old Albert. We call him yeah. Al, you know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Under, understanding. I like that because never in the history of humankind... Has one person been upset at another for listening them? Listening yeah. to them. Mm. Understanding is the cornerstone for, for cultivating peace. So for that gentleman to understand that, I mean, obviously, he was one of the smartest people who ever lived. Mm-hmm. But it's something simple, you know, understanding. We, we take that for granted. We, we don't talk enough. We don't listen enough. Yeah. So it's really good stuff. Yes, sir. I like yes, that, sir. bro.
1: I like that. Do you, can you run that quote
0: back? Yeah, I got you. I got oh, you. So the seven. quote is, peace cannot be kept by force. It could only be achieved by understanding. That's real, bro. Mm-hmm.
1: That's real. I think, yeah, that's real. Understanding comes when it's supposed to come, yeah. and you got to be open to it.
0: And, right. and yeah, even even uh, going to your website, I know you, you, you touch on understanding too. So it's right. like you know, that's that's definitely something that you would understand.
2: Right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure.
0: For sure. Yeah, that's was a double entendre. Yeah, yeah. Most okay. definitely,
2: man. I mean, um, layers to it. Yeah, without without understanding, I mean, how can we, we work to come together? Mm-hmm. Amalgamation, right? Yeah. How can that be possible if we have individuals whose ears aren't open mm-hmm. and their eyes are closed? and everyone says peace, it's nothing new, man, it's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Everyone's like, peace, you can go to a Target, you can go to any sort of store and you can see a, a shirt with yep. a peace sign, on or everyone throws up peace, right? Mm-hmm. But how many people, oh, I don't want to hit the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. But how many people who throw up the peace sign are actually practicing it? Mm. Yeah. If everyone who threw up the peace sign practice it, hey, we live in a better world. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure.
1: That's real, man. That's right, man. Yeah. Well, since we're on the topic of peace, and obviously, I think people will see your movement, um, you know, coined as the Peace Bus. Um, but if you could, bro, um, I guess in your own words and from your own perspective, kind of share what the mission behind the Peace Bus movement is and, and what you guys are aiming to accomplish. Right.
2: Um, DJ Irm, Rabino. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Why do we know about Coca-Cola? We know about Coca-Cola because it's literally everywhere it's campaigned for Mm -hmm. you see it on the tv you see it in the magazine you see it on social media and we love it right we drink it all the time it tastes good at least maybe it's not good for you but it tastes good we know about it because it's in our mind's eye because it's it's campaigned and it's advertised Mm -hmm. the concept of the peace bus is one of them is to campaign for peace as if it's a product Mm -hmm. right Why can't we talk about peace, love, and togetherness as if we're consuming, which we should be, Yeah, we should be. So that's one thing, but it's not only enough to campaign for peace, right? Uh, I don't even consider myself an activist, right, in the aspect of of promoting peace. Activism, yes, there's a lot of talk, which is great. We need talking in order to raise awareness, right? But once we are aware, right, mm-hmm. then we have to act, right, yeah. Yeah. and put something into fruition. And that's where the humanitarian aid aspect, which is the core principle of the Peace Bus, comes into play. So it's giving, the art of giving, and having that be the action of peace. And then lastly, it's just um, educating. I'm learning every day. I'm not the end-all, be-all when it comes to peace, yeah, man. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Right, right. Yeah, we're all, I mean, yeah, yeah. we're
1: all supposed to learn, right? And I think it does take action to learn, though it takes right. action to learn mm-hmm. you right. know what I mean you got to show up you got to pull up to, to get the understanding 100%. and the knowledge man so um, well yeah Thank you for sharing that. Dude. Yeah, man. I think I think it, you painted a picture and you broke it down. Like it is a science and there is an art to it.
2: For sure, for sure. Yeah. And and even beyond that, okay, we we're talking about educating each other on peace, right? Yeah. I've I've traveled. You 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 talked about me being in in Dublin, Ireland, and in, Lo- in London. Again, Morpheus doing the Morpheus. research, right? Morpheus <laughs> doing the research. Come on, man. Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, man, like after asking the question, I've gone around the world asking the question: What does yeah. peace mean to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of people. And through that that, that fieldwork, I've come to the overall consensus of three things, gentlemen, three things. One being interpersonal peace, right? How can we love and show respect towards our fellow human being? How can we walk this earth and be nonviolent and engage with others nonviolently and mm-hmm. loving, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's inner peace. Of course, we, we're very versed with this, you know, whether that's um, a sense of understanding of self, mm-hmm. uh, religion, mm-hmm. or way of life, your walk of life. Um, these are the, sort of the aspects of inner peace, and then there's diplomatic peace. How is Russia faring with India? The United States mm-hmm. with you know mm-hmm. yeah. Canada, things like there's that. There's layers to it. Right. There's yeah. layers to it. That's for sure.
0: Real. So um, before we keep going deep into this, I kind of want to take it back and talk about um, like your upbringing, where you grew up. Okay. Um, if you could touch on that.
2: Yeah, man. I grew up in University Place, Washington. Hey. I grew up upper middle class. My dad was a doctor. My mom was a she was a psychologist, but she was a, a school teacher, a school counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, life was pretty good. Childhood was great. Um, beside, well, okay, okay. So at the house, things were great. My mom did a really good job of educating me on who I was, mm. yeah. my sense of self, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm an African American. What does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. What does that really mean to be African American? The depiction of what I perceived to be an African American was was quite uh, astute, mm. right? We're seeing individuals like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Garvey, mm-hmm. um, um, Bayard Rustin, these individuals who paved the way. This was my indication of what it meant to be, be successful. My voice mattered. I didn't care, like, you know, if yeah. someone was like, like, your voice doesn't matter. I, I know. Yeah. I, I was taught. And so this sort of um, self-esteem was embedded in me early on. Mm. And then... I went in high school, so I went to Curtis High School in University Place, mm. mainly all-white school, mainly, and there was some, there was some black folks there, uh, some Asian people, but mainly all-white. And um, from time to time, people would check me, right? Mm. I'm loud, right? I'm boisterous. I'm, I, you know, I present myself in a mm. way that some people may be, they may feel smaller, yeah. right? Yeah. And being checked, right, I always went back to my inner uh, knowledge of self in order to check them back. So I never felt hindered from my path towards trying to achieve things
0: Mm. okay wow yeah no that's that's interesting um
1: you touched on it in terms of being very vocal Mm -hmm. as a child right right? um i'm curious like how did that fare for you as you were growing up like did it did it get you you know did it wasn't an advantage was it a disadvantage Like, how would you describe that because i mean i mean myself like i was (laughs) <laughs> you know, a teacher's gonna get me to shut up, but
2: right. you know, I think yeah. it
1: paid off, you know,
2: <laughs> right? Well, well, yes, it, it does pay to off to a degree. There's two different things, like, I, I would say that there's those who are loud just for the sake of being loud and calamity, yeah. just saying stuff, whatever's on the mind, not really paying attention to what they're saying, yeah. or yeah. thinking before they speak. Yeah. and then there's a difference between saying something when it needs to be said mm. and not being apologetic about it. Yeah, um, one of my greatest role models of all time is Muhammad Ali. I grew up. Idolizing this man, mm-hmm. and he was just himself. No matter what room he was in, what mm-hmm. space he was in, he was unapologetically himself. Yeah. And I think, as for people who have been disenfranchised, whatever group that may be, we it's it's vital mm. that we be ourselves and not let something else or someone else interject and change us. Yeah. Mm. Wow.
1: No, that's real. And that's I real. we we this is like a common th- th- uh, it's like a common theme with a lot of guests when mm-hmm. we ask them about their upbringing. And how how it's playing a role in today in right. the present day and it, and it usually does right, so um, that's important, man. Yeah, yeah well, I was just like watching this Kanye doc earlier. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, how was yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Really, it's yeah. it's I gotta super, check it out. Super inspi- Yeah, you're, you're gonna love it, bro. It's super inspirational. Yeah, but there's there's a song where he's he's talking about th- we're still the kids we used to be. There's a song where he talks about that, and I'm like, man, we really are. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll always be those kids. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? Just gotta keep them alive. Right. You right. gotta right. Keep, morpheus is here baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
1: man so, now um i do want to get into you know normally when we have guests here, up here um people are always interested in like w- what are they successful at right and what what are they doing what is their what is their um field and all that good right, stuff right but right. there's a journey to get to that point right to right. where you feel settled in your field and for you um, back to the Morpheus thing Right Like I did oh, yeah. do some research yeah, yeah, Man yeah, and, You know yeah. um, what you, you find
2: out what you find out
1: Nah man you, you spoke about how There was a pivotal point Where you were inspired by um, A book that you read um, Or I should say An article that you read By someone named Brian Hall Right oh, And uh, he was he, he, Yeah he was an Anti-war activist And um, that kind of sparked uh a a certain perspective for you to help you kind of lead you into what you're doing now can you speak on that a little bit
2: right brian haas the goat anyone anyone listening to this right now (laughs) you need to check out and type in on google brian h-a-w brian Haw. this guy's phenomenal Mm -hmm. basically he was a peace campaigner from london england and he camped outside of parliament square where they do all their litigation or whatnot for 11 years campaigning for peace. He had a whole, this peace uh, campaign out there, a, a camp, mm-hmm. and he would just talk about what we need to do in order to come together. His whole thing was humanizing, right? Mm. We're all equal based off our humanity. Yeah. And the thing about it was, he was a normal guy. He wasn't a politician. He wasn't someone who was very affluent or anything. Yeah. Didn't have so much of a, of a, of, uh, a weight to his name. But he made the best of it and made a stand, and he stuck with it. Consistency, you guys. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Oh, yeah. So this guy, Brian, he camped outside for 11 years, and I was just completely, I was like, this guy is amazing, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, the least I can do is maybe I could start campaigning a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, take yeah. some time on the weekends, and I could go to my local park, talk to people about peace. Mm-hmm. That's really how it started with this whole campaigning stuff. Um, I went out to Wright Park in Tacoma. If you guys are familiar with the Tacoma area, mm-hmm. Wright, park is, Wright Park is like in the center of everything. Okay. And I made these posters, right? One said, love, peace, and justice for all. The other one said, war is not the answer. Say no to violence. And I went out to the park, and I sat down there with a the table with my radio playing some classical music. I thought I would like, yeah. feed the, uh, you know, the atmosphere. And people would come up to me, and they're like, hey, so wh- what, do you, what do you do? What are you selling? And I was like, oh, I'm not really selling anything. I am just want to talk to you about what peace means. And at first they were off put, like, are you religious? Like, what is this? And I was like, it's not a religious table, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just talking about peace. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually they would, bring, they would start talking about it. Then they would bring their, their kids mm-hmm. and then their family members. Mm-hmm. And after a while it became like this sort of um, a part of the park. Yeah. They would expect me on Saturdays to be there in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, wow. So I did this for a while. And then I was attacked in the park. Yeah, someone who is severely mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Um, something about me, it jarred something in their brain that maybe they're going through some sort of psychosis. And they ran up on me, and they had my posters. They tried smashing them, and they had my table, and they started trying to mess with it. And I didn't present myself abrasively. I didn't, like, clench my fists yeah, and post yeah. up or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. I just I just let him do what he was going to do. And something in his mind, I, I, I'm, I'm sure of it, was like, if I hit this dude, it'd be pretty messed up. He's out here doing this peace thing. And he, it just wouldn't be good. Yeah. So he ran off. Long story short, when I went back to the, the park to do my regular campaigning, I was rattled. I was like, is this dude going to come out the cuts, yeah. try to fight me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a bad incident, but it was good in that it compelled me to travel and instead of staying at the park on Saturdays, I go to different parts of Tacoma, yeah. and I, I would talk to people about peace, then I went to Seattle, then I went to Vancouver, BC, then I went to uh, San Francisco, yeah. Portland, yeah. and then I went to Europe and did the same thing, talking to people about what peace meant.
0: Mm. Wow. Wow.
1: And, and it, I brought that up because it's super impactful yeah. about how sometimes coming across the right, um, the right book, right? Right. Or the right influential figure, or just hearing the right person's story, you know? Can trigger something right to put you in that in that on your path in a sense you know what I mean yeah. um and I think that's important but I, I do I am curious about at that time um where were you at in life at that time because right. because obviously you know everybody has passions but then you know we also have <laughs> quote unquote the real world I got, right, bills. Yeah, I got right, So how did right. you balance that like what was that like for you? Well,
2: yeah, I was in grad school at the time. I okay. was in grad school in business school, right mm-hmm. and I was just completely like what am I doing here? What am I do? like? I know I'm here for school. Yeah, basically, I went to school because all my family members they either have a doctorate or a master's degree. Yeah. So, my parents were like, You need to get something. And my brother had already gotten a master's in education. Here I am, the black sheep of the family, mm-hmm. just kind of not going in that route, mm-hmm. which I was kind of fine with. But you know, I decided I would just do it anyway. So, I went into yeah. business thinking that you know, business kind of vague, right? Yeah, probably enjoy it. At first, I didn't. Um, I was surrounded by individuals who were completely concerned on how they're going, going to make money. Mm-hmm. I get it. Money is the way in which we can cultivate uh, uh, creativity. I get it. Yeah. But to be solely involved on numbers, it was distasteful. Yeah. And so I was feeling like maybe I might drop out. Like, I- am I going to continue on with this? And so I did something we don't often do and our current day and age, us young folks, and that's reaching out to an elder in the community for guidance. I don't know what made me do it, but I thought that was the answer. So I reached out to an old academic advisor of mine. His name is Peter Bacho. Dr. Peter Bacho, if you're ever watching this, man, you're the GOAT. You're the GOAT. (laughs) Shout out to Peter, man. Shout out to Peter. Peter. He's like, I don't know, he's like 80-something now. He's real old. So I met with him at his office at the Evergreen State College Tacoma campus. I met with him, and I was like, Dr. Bacho, I'm struggling, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I go from here. You know, I'm in grad school doing what I'm supposed to do, but I'm feeling unfulfilled. And he said, Kwabi, you could be lots of things in life. You're a great, capable young man, but you need to stop asking yourself, what do you want to be? And start asking yourself, who do you want to be? Mm. It was like, wow. what? I never thought of that. So he advised me to take some time, a weekend maybe, get by myself That's deep. and think about who do I want to be? What are the principles I want to embody as a human being? What are the ethics that I want to ensued, like exude? like what, what does that look like? And I thought, deep within me, the thing I love seeing the most is seeing people from different walks of life, color, races, and creeds coming together for a good cause. It gives me goosebumps to even think about it, right? And I thought that's that's peace, mm-hmm. and and from then I, I continued through grad school, finished up, mm-hmm. got my degree. But all the while, I'm thinking about how am I going to utilize this degree for peace. Yeah. yeah. And that became the driving force yeah. behind me finishing my education.
1: That's important, man. And I think that's wow. that's a good that's a great message too for a lot of people who may be, um, in school and they know that what they're currently studying or the field they're currently or uh, the journey they're currently on in academia may not be what they want to do long term. Right. But this is a message to say, "Yo, like you can find a way to leverage that into what you do want to do 100%. Um, and, mm-hmm. and use that time to figure out what it is you want to do and who you want to be. Like you said. Right. That's yeah. that's a key right there. Yeah. Who do you really want to be and use what you know to become that?
0: Right. For sure. Because I know good. that there's there's people out there probably struggling with that right now, like they're probably at school or in a job or whatever, and they're Mm. just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I really want to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because literally today I saw a quote. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It said, uh, let go or or keep getting dragged, you know? So I was like, oh. Mm. You know, so then when you kind of brought up all this, I was like, wow, I thought about that quote. Like sometimes it's just you just got to go with your passion. Right. You know? I mean, even though you finished and everything, which is great, but it's like I know there's a lot of people out there that's like, trying to figure out how they should maneuver pretty much. Right. Yeah. You got to
2: take but. that leap at some point. Yeah. Some point.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, And sometimes it's not about finishing. It's about finishing to start.
0: Yeah. Ooh, was that ooh. deep? That was good, right? Yeah. That was good. Ooh, Morpheus yeah. again. You <laughs> <me> up, <man. laughs> again. Dang.
2: We're yo, yo you set me up yeah. for that one, though. You set <laughs> yeah, me True, 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 he true. You got me Neo. You know, we're working this, together. Yeah. We're really
1: in... We got a good chemistry here, you all Right. We're working. We're working. Now... Yeah, yeah now the peace bus movement right mm -hmm. um when someone decides they want to go all in on something um you know a it's exciting right Mm -hmm. but does come with a little bit of maybe some some resistance right um some obstacles like what were some of those steps that you had to go through to just say let me let's let's get this thing off the ground right you know what i mean
2: well rubino okay 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 so i i didn't reinvent the wheel Mm -hmm. the thing about it which brought me gave me the confidence to 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 see it out was I haven't, it's been done before, right? Yeah. Not the peace bus specifically, mm-hmm. but when I came back from Europe, right, doing my travels, talking to people mm-hmm. about peace, I'm always doing research, right? Never can get enough research. Mm-hmm. We're always learning, we're always educating ourselves. And I came across this guy named A.B. Nathan. Folks at home, you need to research this guy <laughs> named A.B. Nathan. Nathan. He's another goat. He's another goat. This guy was an Israeli humanitarian and a pilot right mm-hmm. and he flew an airplane he called the peace one from tel aviv all the way to egypt mm. to promote better relations between arabs and jews as we know two factions of people who have been at odds for quite some time yeah. and so his whole he, the whole stunt that he did he raised you know all this media attention and he used that attention in order to get a peace ship right is wow. so crazy so he sa- he sailed this peace ship in the mediterranean sea it didn't belong to any country or whatnot mm-hmm. And it was a radio station, similar you know, like a podcast, but a radio station completely dedicated to good music and bringing people on to discuss how we're going to come together. And I was like, this guy's amazing. Mm -hmm. I want to be a peace pilot. So when I was in grad school, I started taking flight lessons, right? Granted, I was poor. Grad school students don't have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I used whatever I had in order to take lessons, but it cleaned me out. I didn't have enough money to finish, so I stopped that, but... In the in the essence of continuing, right, and mm-hmm. perseverance, I thought, I don't have a pilot's license, but I do have a driver's license. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to get a peace bus. And I contact, I mean, you know, I was all online looking for a bus that I needed. I knew I wanted it to be vintage, right? Mm-hmm. So people would see and be like, that's a weird car. Like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. normal. I haven't right?
1: seen that before. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. that's
2: sort of the aspect of campaigning as well, right? And so I came across this guy named Jason in Vashon Island in Tacoma, this little island off of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And I told him I wanted to have a vehicle dedicated to peace. And he was like, bro, that's awesome. Like, yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. So he sold it to me for about 3200 bucks. Mm-hmm. bought it from him, got it painted blue, put the peace bus on the side of it. And the rest is really history, man. Like, yeah. I started driving it around just to, you know, have people look at it and be like, oh, peace. Maybe I'm going to research about peace. Yeah. But then I also realized in the bus, there's a place where there's supposed to be seats, but there's nothing. And I was like, I'm going to start delivering stuff. Mm. And that's when I first started doing the sock drive. And then there's been many campaigns since.
1: Mm. Yeah. And wow, man, that's that's amazing. And there was a point where I, I did read <laughs> um, that <Yeah>. that <laughs> in in acquiring the bus or purchasing the bus, right. um, you did have to make a decision. Right. right. You had to make a decision on, okay, well, is it about... You know, fulfilling whatever material possessions that I need, or is it about investing in something that may not be guaranteed? And I think that's a strong message, where it's like you take. You said you took your tax refund or something like that. Yeah, my tax. Yeah, 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 come on, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You said that.
2: (laughs) I didn't say. Yeah, that's true. I just said. I'm not working for the IRS, man. Okay, 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 okay. I said okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's a
1: message, (laughs) man. It's powerful that you took. You were in a moment where there was some uncertainty, and you were like, "Man, let me just bank on me." Right. All right let, me, let me invest in myself. So that's, that's powerful, bro.
2: Right. I, I think what also helps, and, and, and peace is unlike anything other, because we are talking about the most important subject in all of humankind. Mm-hmm. In all of human history, mm-hmm. peace, in my estimation, is the most important thing. So whatever I can do in order to get people listening, to get their ears open on the aspect of how we're going to come together as a world, we are talking about the fulfillment of human progress to the utmost. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I buy a car. If I had more money, bro, we we, would be getting huge ships. (laughs) What we need to do is raise awareness, right? And then act on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about, you know, as far as like, you know, the new, these new movements that have, that have come up recently uh, for social change. And then where do we go further? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I, I I think when you're doing something that's bigger than yourself, those decisions are super easy to make. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm getting from this. I talk. like
0: how you, I like how you made it tangible. Right. You know what I mean? Because like um, a whole bunch of different concepts like that, it's hard to make it tangible mm. you know so buying the bus and and you know painting it and everything like mm-hmm. that it's like it's like people it's like how you brought up coca-cola it's like now we could just see it in front right. of our face every mm. day you right know? So, yeah
1: Piece is a product I, yeah. it is man yeah we
0: need to pick it up
2: and drink it come on <laughs> definitely
0: come <laughs> on so um i also wanted to know like how do you what's like how do you come up with your campaigns? Like, oh, oh like the from, God. Process.
2: from God, from yeah. God, man. I, 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 yeah, I'm just chilling there, and then it comes to my mind. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're, that's what we're gonna do, and yeah, that's the simple answer, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems to fit. Sometimes it will happen in one night, mm-hmm. uh, like for uh, you know, in the in the beginning of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I, I had a breakfast fund. I was delivering breakfast cereal to the kids in need in the mm-hmm. Tacoma area, mm-hmm. but then like. Once, you know, after George Floyd was killed and and then we're having still the problem of COVID and all this calamity going on, I thought, well, what could, is something I can do to bring more joy to the community of Tacoma? Yeah. And I was like, the jolliest dude is Santa Claus. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to be Santa Claus, like real Santa Claus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I invited all the kids in the greater Tacoma area, that's Lakewood, you know, Parkland, some of the places further out mm-hmm. um, that, that are really economically stricken in, in some respects. And I invited them to send me letters about what they've done for love and peace in their community and their families. They could ask me for a gift, $50 and under, whatever it was. And I'd get it to them on Christmas. So I got hundreds of letters in the mail, man, hundreds and hundreds of letters. I had to read them all. Every gift was different, right? So I had to make sure it was tailored to whatever kid it was, right? And then on Christmas Eve, I dressed up like Santa Claus, and my friends were elves, and we delivered over over 350 families Mm. in Tacoma. Um, even there was a girl who wanted a hamster, even man, and so like I went to the pe- Petco, got man. her a hamster, showed up at her doorstep with a hamster. She was crying, her mom's crying, man. It was it was unbelievable. Wow, man, that's yeah, right
1: man, there. that's that's powerful wow. work, man. And I think you know, I'm glad you mentioned like sometimes you know it does take a higher power to compel you to do stuff like that. Right. Um, but it is work, bro. You know, yeah. And I, I don't I don't want to overlook that because I think people will see this, and be like, oh man, he's He's going on, he's saving the world, and he's, you know, we watch cartoons and shit, and it's like, <laughs> but this ain't that, you know? Yeah. It does require organization, it requires structure, it requires um, planning, right? Um, do, was there people that helped you with kind of executing some of these plans?
2: For sure. I had a, I have, I have a team that's always revolving, right? Some individuals I work with on a consistent basis, but not, not really even. It, it fluctuates. In the beginning, it was my friends, right? But then as you continue to progress and get bigger, um, it becomes sometimes a conflict working with friends and family. Mm -hmm. So you're you're kind of at the point like, oh, like, I need to pay you. Like, are you comfortable with that? Like, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to be paid. But then at the same time, when you're paying someone, you want to make sure that they're accountable, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just pay someone and then they don't show up. Or even if you don't pay someone and they don't show up. And so there's this sort of like uh, a pull and push you're doing. Eventually, you know, for me, I came to the understanding. I'm at the point where I, I need to pay folks, and you know, with this contracts involved and things like that. Yeah. But um, it's it's been recently. Recently, yeah. I've been paying folks. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, it's again, it's about scaling it up, and right. Um, like you said, you you, you were trying to figure out how can I put a business model behind such a powerful movement right. that is needed and necessary because there's <laughs> there's a lot of negative, toxic movements that got major business models behind them. 100%. Why not put business models behind very positive, influential? impactful movements as
0: well
2: it's a must if we need to if we're trying to get where we need to be and that means um trying to solve the the issues that are hindering humanity for so long we're talking about poverty we're talking about eradicating a hunger and addressing racism it has to be organized it can't just be us talking yeah right there has to be mobility and and furthermore talking about like the the black lives matter movement which is phenomenal it was phenomenal it is phenomenal it raised awareness recently within the last three, two, two years. It raised awareness of, of this major problem. There are folks that didn't understand how bad racism actually was. Mm-hmm. So now, the, now we've raised awareness. Where do we go from now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now the talking has happened. We take the, take the next steps. And talking about racism, um, I believe that racism has to be addressed like a hospital. Mm-hmm. I'll explain why. A hospital... The man whose leg is cut off is seen before the man whose finger's cut off. The woman who has cancer is seen before the woman who has the common cold. Mm. There are tears to racism that affect people differently. And I don't think there's any question... That the two groups who have been the most disenfranchised are the Native American and the African American. I don't think that there's any question about it. That being the case, the way in which we address racism with these factions of people are gonna be different. Mm-hmm. But I've seen lately that there's been this blanket of like we need to fix racism. Racism is all the same. It's not all the same. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's um that's just a lazy way to look at it. Right. You know? And again, it's, it's real work. You know, it's real work to undo. A lot of the damage right 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 um, right. but it does start with understanding how to distinguish <laughs> mm-hmm. where the damage was done and how much damage was done
2: yeah right?
1: um, right. that's important and I, and I think what you're doing um, in like b- broadly is, is already amazing work right but you do have an emphasis on the next generation and working with the youth right yeah. um, and, and I did read in the South Sound Business you said uh, many people want to shelter their children away from these realities but they're ready. They can understand what's going on in their community, and we don't want to lie to them. Um, can you kind of expound on that in terms of what you really mean? Because I get it, but yeah. what have you seen right. from the work you're doing? Yeah.
2: Well, you get, like, you know, like a five-year-old kid who doesn't understand the concept of racism because they don't think that way, right? Mm-hmm. They're born. They don't see, real, they don't see color, really. Mm-hmm. They're, they're little kids. But once you hit, like, I'd say maybe, like, late elementary school, Early middle school, they're faced with it. Now that they're faced with it, are they privy to how they're going to deal with it? Healthy, right? Proactively, where they're helping to make sure that that they're not hurting other people with the words that they're saying, right? Yeah. It's not talked about at that age. And I believe it's vital that we expose our children to what racism is, what incarceration is, mm. Right, I, I'm sure you, you know we, we see cartoons, right? And you see the gentleman who, or maybe I don't know, some animal, and they're chained up, right? They got the striped shirt, right? Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. they're breaking stones, and they're yeah. like, oh, that's a bad person. Automatically, the kids thinking that's a bad person. But really, looking at the reality of real people, these are people just like you and me mm-hmm. that have been incarcerated, whether that's been wrongly or right or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we're, we kids aren't exposed to humanizing, right? this person who's in jail is a dad, right, mm-hmm. is, a, is a, as a brother, is a mm-hmm. son, right? And then it starts, you know, ho- honing in on the aspect of humanizing. And that way, when they grow up, they see someone who is in that, or maybe is experiencing homelessness or poverty or whatnot, they see them for who they are, human being versus something that is not, whether that's, you know, some people think all sorts of crazy things about people who are hurting.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, that's real. I also want to get into your uh, your cross country journey delivering Oof. books. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought that was very interesting. Um, just kind of want you to touch on that. Some of the moments, you probably memorable moments about it and everything. So right, just your experience. Man. I-, I thought it was very interesting that you yeah, did that. That's, you
1: know, so that's a that's a that's quite a um, that's quite a task. It was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> DJ
2: Irm, Thank you for bringing it up, bro. Yeah, it it was called Manifest Humanity. Mm-hmm. Manifest Humanity. Um, At the beginning of 2021, we were seeing a lot of turmoil in regards to our politics. Very polarized, right? There was no common ground, it seemed as if. Um, And so I thought, well, I want to do something to try to bring people together. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I want peace to be on the highest stage that it can be. It's the most important thing, right? So it needs to to be on the most important, highest scale. And to me, it was like meeting the president. I want to meet the president. Joe Biden to talk mm-hmm. about how we can come together and raise awareness of the inhibitors of peace. Yeah. These major inhibitors that are preventing us from coming together that honestly we most people can agree on. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this letter. I wrote this letter to the president. Um, it was about two pages, and I sent it off to him. Basically, the letter, the the the, the insides of it were that there are three major inhibitors of peace. One being poverty two being racism, and three being quality education or the lack thereof of quality education. It makes no sense that one kid would have a lesser education than another just because of where they live, right? When Mm. the solutions that we desperately need, we need the cure for cancer, Mm -hmm. we need the cure for COVID. But the solution of that is embedded in a child who doesn't have the means towards cultivating the potentiality. We're literally shooting ourselves in the foot when we're not applying... Um, all the resources to our children. Mm. So this was, a, you know, part of the of the, of the letter. Send it off. Maybe you got it. Maybe it did not. I don't know. Yeah. So and then from then I thought, well, if I want to meet the president, I'm a humanitarian. I gotta give something out along the way. Mm-hmm. I can't just take the trip on my own. Yeah, just yeah. that's it, yeah, right? You gotta yeah. walk the talk, right? Yeah. Gotta walk the to- talk, right? Yeah. So I thought. I woke up one day thinking about Johnny Appleseed, mm-hmm. right? You know, the guy in the eighteen hundreds. You know, he went around uh, planting apple uh, seeds, and then oh. consequently. A lot of apple trees in the Midwest, yeah. and I thought, well, I gotta plant peace. The best way to do that would be to deliver books, right? Books from ages five all the way to college age uh, to kids all across the country. So that's what I did. I got uh, a, an assistant and a documentarian who filmed the entire thing, which was nuts because he was wow. filming he was filming a documentary on the road, right? But he was also filming day by day. So every day we were uploading on Instagram along the way, which was completely wow. nuts, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Patrick, shout out Patrick. Shout out Patrick. Patrick's oh, the Pat- goat. Shout out yeah. Patrick. Man. And yeah, we, we stopped in major cities. Um, yeah, along the way. And we went to all sorts. Of, yeah, like I could, I could actually say it from the top of my head. We went from uh, Tacoma, Seattle, to uh, Boise, Idaho, like Nampa area, to Salt Lake City. From Salt Lake City, we went to Denver. From Denver, we went to uh, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, Louis to Louisville, Kentucky, to Detroit, to Pittsburgh, to New York, then D- then no, New York, then to um, Philadelphia, then to D.C. Wow. Yeah.
1: All in the peace bus. All in, <laughs> all peace- in the peace whoa, bus. Whoa, okay. To be fair. To be <laughs> fair. Okay. <laughs> we we had
2: an auto transport and then a a nice, really nice new truck. Okay. And then when we would get to the city, we'd unhitch the peace bus ah, and drive it around. Okay. Okay. And it made it all the way to Queens. It broke down in Queens. Hey, man. At least, at least it was there. At least yeah, it was right, there, man. Right. Peace Bus made
0: an appearance. Yeah. Right,
1: so. And people can find this documentary on your...
2: <clears throat> yeah. Or is, you... that, is it released yet? Or... No, okay, okay. So the day-by-day. Am... Day, okay. The day-by-day day can be found on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. You just go down and scroll a little bit, you'll see it, right? They, it. It, it's like it's like labeled day one, two, three, four. Yeah. Got it. Right now. And um, the documentary will be out this summer. And I'm going to showcase it in local theaters here in Seattle and Tacoma. And there's one in Bellingham. Okay. that that's interested in it as well oh yeah i'm excited yeah, for
1: definitely. that definitely yeah i'm out for
2: that man i mean i commend you for that man because you were like the president
0: needs to hear this i'm gonna go pull right i'm not gonna tag him on twitter i'm, you I'm, know, gonna, go, right. I'm gonna go to I his mean, front door we talk about it all the time it's like the imposter syndrome it's like oh man maybe that's that's a little too you know some, some people might shy away from that but i just commend you for just saying you know what i'm i'm gonna go and then on the way there, I'm going to drop off books. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You
2: know? but, you, but you honed on a DJ, and you talked about tangibility. That's yeah. what it's all about. Like, yeah. yeah, we live in this world that's, you know, you know, a lot of technology or whatnot. We get inside the cyberspace and we type things up or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But actually doing it, putting foot, feet on the yeah. ground, it yeah. means a lot.
1: No, exactly. that's real, man. That actually brings me to uh, Benjamin's quote where he was like, um, you got to know your why so you can say why not. Oh, whoa, it's, whoa, getting whoa, it's getting whoa, deep It's getting deep Hey man It's Morpheus, Morpheus. Morpheus. Morpheus 2.0 man. <laughs> hey, I like that why, Nah man Well that's what it brings me to Is like when you know your why You're just like why not me Why right. not Why yeah. can't I just be the one To go pull right. up on, yeah. on On a good old Joe Right Right, right.
2: You know So I, I went to the White House He was, I mean I, I didn't get to meet him or whatnot, yeah. But I did meet A local activist By the name of um. I don't want to mess up his name His name was Um Something like Panago, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy, you can look him up. All you have to do is go on Google and type in a guy camped outside of the White House. And he was camped outside of the White House, he said, for 30 years. And he had this peace vigil, very similar to, to Brian wow. Hall, right? Oh, wow. And um, I went and talked with him. Basically, I was kind of you know, apprehensive about approaching him. Like I'm sure you guys, a lot of people that come yeah. up and are like, hey, like, what up? Yeah. But when I went to approach him, he saw this. He saw my peace sign uh, button here. And he was like, brother. We're brothers, and I was like, "Yeah, man, for sure." Oh, wow. And he was like, "I can already tell like you have this aura of peace, and I bet you want to talk to me about peace." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I, I do." And so we sat down together. We talked for for quite a while. He said that he knew Brian Ha. Wow! Whoa. They were pen pals. No! Wow! Word. Yeah! 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 Oh my God! See, that's, full see that's the
1: that's the universe working.
2: Right. The uni-
1: only the universe can do something like right, that. Right. Right.
2: It's wild. <laughs> that's wild. It's wild. Yeah. So yeah, that that was sort of the highlight of the trip, man. And then I one of the books that I had, uh, it's just called the Peace Book. It's for like little kids, like five years mm-hmm. old. I went to the Washington Monument and I laid it down by the water, and that was sort of like the climax, like the the closing of the whole. The
1: whole trip. Mm. Wow, that's powerful, bro. Um, for real. It actually, it actually brought me to, to ask because I'm curious when when you're kind of committed, when you're committed to like a life full of service to others, right? Right. Um, and there's probably people listening and watching who are on that same path. Maybe they're serving in other ways. Um, how do you show up for yourself? Like, what do you? What, how does that look? Because I, <laughs> you're that's only, only one person, bro, and you know, they say you can't pour from an empty cup and that whole thing. So. What are some tips or what do you, what works for you?
2: (laughs) Tips that help me, you know, show up for myself. Um, Well, I try to be nonviolent towards myself. We often talk about nonviolence towards others and how we can care for others. I try to do that to myself. Mm. I treat myself, man. Yeah. A lot of it, I, I don't, I like, I'll, I'll be at home. And I just won't do anything. I'll just sit there and just think and just relax, mm-hmm. right? Watch movies. I love movies, man. Mm-hmm. I'll watch right. movies a yeah. sort of way of, of having catharsis, right? Mm-hmm. And I also exercise. I jump rope. Mm-hmm. I'm a jump roper, man. Yeah,
1: I've, I've <laughs> seen that on your <laughs> yeah, on man. Instagram. Yeah.
2: I love it, man. I jump rope bas- basically every day. Um, yeah, yeah and it, it just clears my head mm-hmm. um, while staying fit in the process.
1: That's good, bro. Because, I mean, you know, it's, it's important that we, we are tending to, you know, our mental side as well, right? Right. Um, and I know you do also have experience working um, in the mental health field. I so. sure do. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. a mental health counselor for yeah. five years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's important work. So, for anybody listening and watching out there, man, make sure your self-care routine is, is right. up, to, up to date.
2: Right. Right? Yeah. And, and surround yourself with people who are for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have people in your circle that are around just for a season. That's fine. That's completely fine, but your inner circle, your your real like good friends and family, make sure that there are individuals that are pouring love to you and investing in you, and it's not just only one way. That way, when you have that place of calm, when you come to that space where you're like, I want to relax, you, know, you can do that with other people as well, and you feed off each other. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's a gem. Definitely.
0: So, um, I guess, what advice do you have for people that are trying to do something... Along the lines of like philanthropy and right,
2: um, humanitarianism and all that. Right, Uh, don't reinvent the wheel. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking about doing something humanitarian, like someone's probably already done it before, or some sort of something like that. Right. Go online, research. Go on Google. Type in like, if you want to, you know, start a food bank. Yeah. What are the food banks in my area? Go and talk with them. They will. The thing about passion, right? If someone's passionate enough to do something that's like what you want to do, chances are they will sit down and talk to you that about is, it till the cows come home.
1: That is a fact. You're right. Right. You're right. So you
2: sit down, you talk with them, pick their brain for a bit and then go your own way.
0: Yeah. Mm. Definitely.
2: Wow.
1: Oh, you heard it. <laughs> there go you find go. Them. No, that's big man. That's big. and we live we're privileged in a way that we probably don't realize sometimes with technology and the internet right. and being able to Google search, yeah. <laughs> whatever you need.
2: Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. True. So
1: we got to take advantage of that. And sometimes I was just thinking about this the other day. It's like sometimes we're making such a footprint over here and we're not making a peep over here. Hmm. Right. And hmm. it's and it taught me a lot about, man, okay, if you know what's working here, maybe hmm. go. You, sh- you should go introduce what's working here to those over there. Right. Who never heard of you. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that helps as well, but mm-hmm. I think it's important.
2: Sure. Diversify yourself. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah for sure, bro. Um, well, I do want to give you a chance to speak to the future outlook. Right. right? What are you What are you excited about for um, yourself and the Peace Bus movement? Right. I um, mean, all the work you guys are doing. Um, what excites you for the future?
2: Well, there's the long term and there's a the short game. There's a long game, short game. Mm-hmm. Short game for coming up right now. I'm going to be announcing in May a new campaign called Every Kid Eats Mm -hmm. to ensure that every child in the city of Tacoma has food to eat a full belly throughout the summer. If we can eradicate child hunger for a summer in the city of Tacoma, this will involve working with local restaurants, grocery stores, and also having my peace bus and delivering food Mm -hmm. throughout the entire summer. Um, And I'm really excited about it. Mm -hmm. I got some really good partners in the mix. And I think we're going to have a a, a pretty good... uh, um, a pretty good sort of uh, take on it. I think we mm-hmm. can actually get some work done. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so that's that's the new campaign that's going to happen. Excited. Long game. Um, I'm currently in flight school right now. Um, and I will be in the sky by 2025 to indulge in the greatest flight in human history, the peace plane. And this will involve traveling to several different countries around the world, a mm. circumnavigation trip around the world to raise awareness of the inhibitors of peace mm. being poverty, racism, and lack of quality education.
1: Mm. Wow. Man, he already said it, so it already happened. <laughs> right. We just ain't <laughs> <Yeah>. there yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, man. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, even like at my, at my uh, flight school, everyone thinks I'm crazy, man. They're like, oh, wh- why are you here? Like, You want to fly for United or Alaska? I was like, no, no, I'm going to have my own plane. We're gonna fly for peace, and they all think I'm nuts. But you know, my instructor, you know, he thinks I'm cool with it. So that's yeah. that's amazing. Wow. Usually, when they
1: think you're nuts, you're actually on the right track. Yeah, so yeah. Right? yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, you're so. carving out a lane, man. And, and it's uh, Scott.
0: where can uh, I guess? Where can everybody find you? Social media, uh, yeah, yeah, on the internet or.
2: Right, right. The best way, you guys out there, the best way to contact the Peace Bus would be at the Peace Bus on Instagram or at me on Facebook, Kwabi, K-W-A-B-I-A-M-O-A-H hyphen F-O-R-S-O-N. If you message me about peace, I will have a conversation with you. It's the most important subject in all of humanity.
0: Mm. There you have it.
1: He laid it out for y'all, so So if y'all don't know how to get in touch with the brethren, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I... we we appreciate you we appreciate you for the work you're doing and and we're um it's always an honor to have someone um of your of your stature and 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 your you know your presence in here um and we always ask this question to cap off the show i'm sure you're 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 ready ready so if you can my brother what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why
2: Oh, it's got to be peace, man. I knew it. It's got to be peace. We are talking about human progress, right? From now, we have been writing the story of progress with our hands tied Mm. there are individuals who have the means towards cultivating the greatest potentiality of humankind but because of poverty because of racism and lack of education we hinder ourselves as a human race from progressing and peace is a vital part of unchaining our hands so we can write properly and write to the utmost
1: Mm. man that was powerful yeah Peace well man. Said, definitely. Peace man. Yeah. We knew the, we knew the, we knew the one word was going to be peace. I, yeah, I knew I had it. a feeling, I had, I, I I had had a feeling. too. I'm not going to lie. Nah, man, you, you definitely laid it out and I think again we just want to thank you, bro, for the work you're doing and being here with us yes. obviously. Yes. Um definitely. it's important, man. We're we're inspired by the work you do. Mm-hmm. Um and you know you got support with the up and up always, man.
2: For sure. Rabino, DJ Earn I appreciate you guys.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well appreciate you, brother. Hopefully those listening and watching um were able to be uplifted by this and learn, right? Most most importantly, learn, right? Um yeah, man, with that being said, I think it's safe to say, man, Kwabi, the whole Peace Bus movement are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we Thank get around that? Sure. Sure. Yeah. My brother, man. Appreciate
2: you, bro. All step with. Thank you. All step with. Yeah, man.
1: Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding
0: of what it means to live life on The Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe.
1: As well as follow us at underscore The Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything The Up and Up has coming your way.
0: Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on The Up and Up.